The following podcast is a Dear Media production. After 11 years of having the Skinny Confidential, I launched product. We launched product. It's so exciting. And this product is here to micromanage face bloat. You know I have you covered. I had horrific jaw surgery, and I learned what works for bloat, and I learned what doesn't. And I'm telling you, this tool and cooling oil is going to snatch your face. Your cheekbones are going to be so tight and contoured. I am telling you, it's pink, it's cheeky, it's heavy, it holds cold like no other. It even has a thumbprint where you can sort of press up on your face to really get in there. It snatches my face every single morning. I'm telling you, I cannot even start my skincare routine without it. My favorite thing about the Hot Mess Ice Roller, though, is it holds cold, like I said, okay? There's so many other rollers on the market that get warm, after two minutes, which is so annoying. No one has time for that. The other day, I had my hot mess ice roller out and I fell asleep, woke up, and it was still cold. I'm not even joking you. You're going to be so obsessed with every single pink detail. Of course, I also included an ice queen facial oil for you, which is this cooling, amazing oil with a little bit of menthol in it, blueberry seed oil, pomegranate seed oil, and raspberry seed oil. All of it has tons of antioxidants, vitamins, and most importantly, it fights inflammation. You can use them together. To check out the new product line, go to shopskinnyconfidential.com. I hope you guys fucking love it. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I'll just never forget the last page of the book was me holding my father's hand and he was in a coma. We were all in the hospital around him. My whole family was there. And I know he heard everything that that I said to him. And my last words to my father was, Dad, I'm going to do everything in my power to make as many people not suffer the way that you did. And then he passed away. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. This episode is for all the health and wellness lovers. I was truly taking notes during this episode. This probably is one of those episodes that I would go back and listen to because there was so much knowledge in this podcast. I mean, I'm obsessed. Dr. Daryl Joffrey, he is the owner of Get Off Your Acids. He wrote the book, Get Off Your Acid, Seven Steps in Seven Days to Lose Weight, Fight Inflammation, and Reclaim Your Health and Energy he is truly a guru. What I love about this episode is like one thing we haven't touched on on this show very frequently is minerals and how we're many of us are lacking minerals because of the soil quality, which not to get too scientific on you, but it, it's important to look at because I think we spend so much time thinking about our health and wellness and the vegetables we eat and don't eat, but we don't really think about the soil those vegetables were grown in and how we are mineral supplementing this day and age, which many of us aren't. And so there's a mineral deficiency that's going on, which is why, you know, we constantly are drinking Mountain Valley spring water. It's my favorite water, Lauren's favorite water. Um, and I think it's something that people should think more about because it's an element of life that we've maybe lost along the way and that we should definitely be conscious of. Why I was interested in interviewing him, I stalked him on Instagram because he talks about how acid is destroying our life. He talks about an acidic lifestyle and all these foods that we're consuming like sugar and grains and dairy and excess animal proteins and processed food and artificial sweeteners. And he just talks about how it causes inflammation. And you guys know how big I am on talking about inflammation. I talk about lymphatic drainage, the ice rollers, all about fighting inflammation. I had puffy 
like puffy, puffy face from jaw surgery for four years. It was so impossible to fight. I thought it would be so interesting to get him on the podcast and talk about alkalining your system. He's such an interesting guy. He's worked with everyone from Bobby Brown to Mario and Courtney Lopez. And Kelly Ripa is a huge fan. So who is Dr. Daryl? Dr. Daryl is a wellness consultant, a longevity expert, and a chiropractor who specializes in alkaline and acidic diet. And for all you chiropractor lovers, he's a board-certified chiropractor in the state of New York in practice for nearly 20 years. He's a dad, he is a husband, and he also has two best-selling books that have five stars on Amazon, Get Off Your Acid and Get Off Your Sugar. He's incredible, he's passionate, and he is so well-versed when it comes to getting off your acid. You guys ready for this? I think you're going to love it. Meet Dr. Daryl. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I have been wanting you to come on the podcast for so long because I'm so obsessed with this acid concept that we're going to get into. But first, can you give the audience a background of you, starting with even your childhood? And you have to get so close to the mic. Like, so <laughs> how's, close. how's that? How are we doing? All right. <laughs> anyway, it's great to see you guys. Thank you so much for having me and super excited to be here. I had a vicious addiction to sugar as far back as I can remember, going back to, you know, five years old. When you're younger, you can get away with these things. We grew up, you know, eating Lucky Charms. But I remember some of the stories I put in the book. Every time I would have some Cheerios, it would be a scoop of Cheerios, scoop of white sugar. I mean, wow. that was the way I led my life. And it wasn't my parents doing it. It's like they just kind of did what everyone else was doing. You know, when I was, I was younger, I would get ear infections, but you thought those were normal. There's nothing normal about ear infections. I mean, I have a three-year-old about to be four, a six-year-old about to be seven, and I'm so proud that they never had a single ear infection and never been on antibiotic. And what I love about that is just because it's about our resilience. Sugar literally is the most acidic substance you can put into the body. It drives up inflammation. And as a kid, I always had a lot of energy. I love to play sports. I love soccer. I'd run around like crazy, but as I got older, it just started catching up with me. In high school, I remember I had horrific acne and my mom brought me to uh, the dermatologist. So what did the dermatologist do? All these black spots or brown spots on my skin, they put bleach on it. So every night I had to go home before I went to bed. This is in high school. You can imagine what that was like. And I put bleach on those spots. But the problem was, is the doctors never got to the root cause of why my body was showing all these different signs and symptoms. We have to understand that your skin is the third kidney. It's the largest detox organ of the body. So this was my body's cry for help. The body was trying to get these toxins out. And even as I became a, a chiropractor, you know, at the age 21, 22, I, I remember that I would be adjusting patients, telling them, don't eat your sugar, sugar's bad. I'd be going in the back office eating a caramello bar or having a Coca-Cola. Here's the problem with sugar. Sugar is so addictive. In fact, it's eight times more addictive than cocaine. How crazy is that? So it's a drug. It's America's drug of choice. So even though I tried to beat it by deprivation, it never, never worked because sugar had that addictive control in my body. So finally, I just tried to figure out another way to beat the addiction. I said, all right, we got to change the approach here. I'm not going to take out, take out because I knew what that story was like over and over and over. So I just started adding the things in my body that strengthen my body, the things that alkalize my body. And literally, you guys are drinking green juices right now, right? That's the core of a strength eating diet. And literally two green juices a day. I started bouncing on a rebounder for about 10 minutes every single morning. What's that? A rebounder is a mini trampoline. So our, our kids love them. It's, uh, it's really, really a lot of fun. But what I love about that, it does lymphatic drainage. It helps the body really detoxify. Detoxif uh, detoxification is so important just for general healthy lifestyle. And in about 21 days, it was incredible. A lifelong addiction to sugar 
completely gone. That was that was gonna be my next question. Like, how when you're taking that much sugar, it yeah. sounds like you're taking a lot. How do you just go cold turkey? I didn't, and that was the thing. And listen, cold turkey. Some people that go that way, and it's a noble way to do it. But the problem with the cold turkey approach, again, you're not addressing the real reasons why you crave sugar in the first place. You see, the problem with that approach is that people remove the poison, which is the sugar, but they don't give the body the antidote, which is the reason why we have these vicious cravings in the first place. And that's why the very first step in the book I talk about is adding minerals back into the diet. You guys are drinking mineral water. Why are greens so powerful? They're loaded with minerals. But what's the most important mineral for sugar cravings, for sleep? for recovering after an intense workout, it's magnesium. So I started adding more of these things that I knew was gonna help my body balance out the sugar. And that's the crazy thing. When you look at magnesium, it takes your body about 54 molecules of magnesium to neutralize only one molecule of sugar. So that's why we're so depleted. You know, there's no magnesium in the foods. So I started adding more of those in the forms of green juices, green smoothies, and started moving my body. And again, in just a few weeks, it was incredible how my body healed itself. That's the key thing. So well, let's go back a little bit. How how did you figure all this out? And was there like a defining moment where like, holy shit, sugar's just killing me? Or, or yeah. what was it? Yeah, there definitely was a moment. I was leaning over to adjust a patient. And again, I had gained about 42 pounds more than I am today, but I never bought more, you know, bigger clothes. I refused. I was kind of in denial. And I was leaning over to adjust one of my patients and my pants literally split right down the backside. It was definitely an embarrassing moment. And obviously pain is a, a massive motivator. So that was like the straw that broke the camel's back, as they say. I knew that there was an issue. And that was the moment where I said, I got to step up. I got to raise my standards. And I got to start literally being a role model, not just for myself, but for the people that I want to help get better, the people that I'm serving. So I just really started to become a health investigator. And again, as I followed the evidence, the evidence led me to acid. I discovered that sugar was the most acidic substance you can put into the body. And I started to really learn what's the best ways to combat the sugar cravings and get my body back into a more balanced, healthier, alkaline state. Here's what I want to know. How did you know you needed to jump on a trampoline and, and take more magnesium and replenish your body with minerals to get off sugar? Was that something that you went and sought out or did you experiment? How did you know? Well, I, I would say the problem with the internet is there's a million things out there and this person will say, do this. And this person will say, that's bad, do the opposite. So it's kind of hard to, to learn that way because there's so much out there. There's a saying, role modeling says success leaves clues. So I just started looking at the people that I wanted to become, the people that were fit, energetic, sleeping well, had glowing skin. So I had this incredible chiropractic practice that I literally had these people and 5% of that population in my practice, they were kicking acid, as I like to say. They looked great. They had tons of energy. So I just started investigating, what are these people doing? And as I discovered and I started to really dip into that, I realized what was working. And then I saw the rest of us, right? Us living the up and down, the yo-yo. And what were these people doing that was basically, basically making them live the way that they were living? So I just started following the things that they did. And again, what most of these people were doing was having more greens, more minerals. So I just said, you know what? There's something to this. Let's start to add more of that. And that's why I started with green juice. So when did you make the transition from chiropractor to what you're doing now? Can you lead us through that whole journey and how you founded this line? I mean, Kelly Ripa has written the foreword of both of your books. 
Your books are incredible and you have this like booming business. How did you go from chiropractor to this? When I was a chiropractor and I've been in practice now 22 years or so, something like that, it was all about the adjustment. The adjustment is so important. A lot of people think chiropractic is just about back pain. Yes, we help a lot of people with back pain, but it's about really removing stress from your nerve system. I played soccer at Boston College. I played for the under 20 national team. So chiropractic is how is what led me or an injury I had from playing soccer in college is what led me to chiropractic originally. But as I started to become more um, into the chiropractic years, I started really looking at all the different aspects of health. You know, it's like having a nerve system is the hub of the wheel, but there's all the spokes that we have to address. There's nutrition, there's exercise, there's your ability to manage stress. There's all these different things. So I started to want to really just look at what are those things that's going to have the biggest impact on my life. And it was a slow process. It took some time. One of the benefits about the book is I took all of those years of all the things that I learned and all the ups and downs of my own health. And listen, there was a lot of downs as well, a lot of ups as well, but I basically compacted that into to a seven-step system so that the people who are, are trying to learn this, they don't have to go through the years and years and years of the ups and downs, the yo-yo like I did. So let's take Taylor, for example. Taylor, we all know it's like a funny thing on this show. He loves Panda Express. He loves McDonald's. He never turns down a pink or yellow Starburst. He, he brings me Mambas sometimes. <laughs> he brings me candies. And listen, I sometimes I fall trapped to it too. I guess what I'm asking you for someone like Taylor who loves all different kinds of junk foods, what are three easy, tangible, digestible tips that you would give him to change his life? Yeah. Number one, Taylor, it's about balance. It's not about being perfect. I know he loves his food. We were talking about that earlier. It's about meeting you where you're at. So I would say the first thing is what can we do to neutralize all the acid that those foods are doing? Because every time you eat something, that food's going to do one of two things in the body. It's going to strengthen you or it's going to stress you. And that's why people go for these comfort foods. They don't comfort you. They may give you that instant gratification because of the sugar, but what happens is they only stress your body out more. So I would say the very first thing he needs to do is drink more water and not just water, turn that water into acid kicking water. So we just put a little scoop of green powder in his water. Now that greens is super, it's super alkalizing. It's a very easy way. You said digestible. It's so important that we get these ingredients into the body, into the blood. We have to understand you're not what you eat, you're what you digest, absorb, and assimilate. And most people's guts are so acidic and inflamed, even if they're putting the best foods in, are they getting those foods and nutrients into the body? So what I love about this for Taylor is it's a very easy way, quick, within 30 seconds, you got that into the body. It's gonna energize you, but the best part about it, it's gonna make him feel better, so he's gonna wanna go on. That's the key thing. So number one, I would do that. Uh, number two, you got to get some form of movement. When we move, we feel better. We're going to want to make better choices in our lives. There's a saying, motion is emotion. So I mentioned the rebounder. That's one of my favorite forms of exercise because it's inexpensive. You can get a rebounder for 50 bucks. And that's something you can do in your apartment or your home. And literally every single morning I wake up, my whole family, we do a green juice, takes 30 seconds. And then I go right to my rebounder and I bounce for 10 minutes. What I love about the rebounder is it gives me energy, it gets motion into my body, and I just feel better mentally, emotionally. God damn it, Dr. Daryl. Now Michael's going to go buy a trampoline. <laughs> I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, uh, not, I'm on it. I'm, <laughs> add to cart Amazon. Yeah. Exactly. The third thing is that we have to look at diet. You know, I always say you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. So 
whatever you're doing now, how can we make that a better version of that food? It doesn't have to be the best version. It has to be a better version. And when that's a better version, in turn, that's going to make you a better version of yourself. So instead of having the milk chocolate Nestle's Crunch Bar, which I used to eat growing up and loved, obviously milk chocolate is loaded with sugar. Um, it's loaded with dairy, which is very mucus forming. It creates a lot of acid. So what would be a better version of that? 100% dark chocolate. What would be the best version of that? Raw cacao. So in the book, we have about you know, 20 different ways or, or the top things that we typically would eat. And we give you those different swaps that basically taste good, even better, but it's going to have a much better um, effect on your body. Okay, let's talk about beauty, specifically beautyroulette.com. You have probably seen them on my Instagram they have the coolest website. If you are into getting free beauty products, then you guys need to check this out. This is very much up everyone's alley who follows along with the Skinny Confidential. Their website basically changes the game when it comes to beauty, and they have this gamified shopping experience, okay? So beautyroulette.com offers each customer a 25% chance of receiving their order for free every single time they shop. Now, I'm obsessed with this because the products and brands that they have on this website are insane. We're going to get to that. But the best part is there's no limit to how many customers can win each day. Okay. So you have a 25% chance of receiving your order for free. I mean, amazing. So what I did is when I went on there, I picked out Kerastase, the purple shampoo. I go to that all the time. I also got Zaza her pink toothbrush that I shared on stories on Beauty Roulette. And basically, it's this Foreo toothbrush. It's pink. It's so cute. It vibrates. She loves it. And then I also scooped up some Juice Beauty. I am a huge fan of their foundation. They also have brands like La Mer, Tom Ford, Elemis, Peter Thomas Roth, Living Proof, Kerastase, like I said, and more. There's so many of my favorites, okay? So here's how it works, okay? You're going to browse the website and add your products to your cart. And then at checkout, you select a number one through four, which enters you in this daily giveaway. And then each day, a random number generator automatically picks a number one through four. And if the number you selected at checkout matches the number you draw in for the day, you win your entire order for free. I am about this. I'm telling you, I'm telling all my friends about this. You can follow them on Instagram at Shop Beauty Roulette for all the latest updates and obviously subscribe to their emails at beautyroulette.com. That's B-E-A-U-T-Y-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E.com. Good luck. I know you're going to love this. Visit beautyroulette.com for official rules. You know what I noticed? The more I swap things, I, I'm i sensitive to sugar. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. If I eat bread seriously, which is like a gluten-free bread, no sugar, it's hard for me to go back to eating what I was eating before. If I have even birthday cake, like I can't eat birthday cake anymore because I've trained myself to eat something healthier. It's almost like my taste buds have become overwhelmed by the overly sugar processed food. Well, I'll give you the reverse of that too. When I was in high school. One of my, I, I worked at a McDonald's in the summer. Like you know, I did all these different odd jobs, and I worked at a McDonald's. And I never really ate McDonald's before. For some reason, when I was a kid, I was like, ah, like I thought that was gross. For some reason, I, I didn't really. My parents wouldn't take me. When I worked at McDonald's, I got like super addicted to the food. One, you get like the employee discount. Two, it's there. It's convenient. It's easy. But I found myself like craving the McDonald's. Like I would 
eat it like two times a day easily. And what was weird is I would wake up in the morning and crave a McDonald's Coke, which is a fucking great Coke, but, <laughs> but you can't, do, but it was weird. I got like addicted in a, not really, I don't really have that kind of addictive personality, but I, I craved the food constantly. And, and specifically number two, two cheeseburger meal, Big Mac meal once in a while, <laughs> but with a Coke. And I was like, wow, I'm eating so much McDonald's. And now if I eat it, I get, I actually like get sick from it. And I wondered like, it's the reverse. It's like, if you're eating so much junk food, you actually start to crave it a lot. And yeah, maybe doing, explain the chemistry yeah. behind why, like why, like, why, yeah, why, why am I that? can't yeah. eat a fun Fetty birthday cake that I used to right. eat when I was five. And why the reverse? Why can you eat so much junk food when you're eating it? Yeah, and, and, it, and it goes both ways, yeah. right? So when you were at McDonald's, those, those foods basically metabolize into sugar. And the problem with sugar is when you eat sugar, what is your body going to use for fuel? It's going to use sugar. And then what are you going to crave? You're going to crave sugar. So it becomes a vicious cycle. And this is how you know if you're addicted to carbs and sugar. Try to go more than two or three hours without eating and see how you do. The average American eats 17 times a day. It's wow. insane to think about that. Why? Because every time they eat, then they go a couple hours. The body needs more of that drug, that sugar. And by the way, you mentioned Coke. I used to, I used to drink three Cokes a day. That is the worst food for your body. Not only, I don't even call it a food, but it's the fructose. It's that high fructose corn syrup. The which, Coke from the like the the gun, not the gun, the, the fountain. The fountain is yeah. like it's a different type of yeah. Coke, right? Yeah, it's like even more sugar. Yeah, and there's also probably more carbonation in there too. So, Lauren, to answer your question, it goes the other way around: is that your taste buds actually change every 14 days? So, how did I beat a lifelong addiction of sugar in 21 days? Well, that's your answer right there, because your taste buds are constantly changing. All the cells in your body are constantly constantly recreating themselves. In the last second, we all lost about 40 million red blood cells. That's insane to think about that, but you made 40 million red blood cells. So the question is, when you make these new cells, what are those cells going into? It's like a fish. If you put a fish in healthy water, that fish can be healthy. But if you put that fish in a toxic, acidic, crappy pond, when I say crap, C-R-A-P, completely refined and processed foods, you're only as healthy as the terrain in which you live. So as you eat more of these healthy foods, Lauren, you become more of that. You become healthier and there's more sensitation. So I remember when we were pregnant with our first, uh, our firstborn and they give you that, like, I call it nasty bug juice, that like high sugar to look at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. exactly. So my wife is a vegan. She's a healthy vegan. I'm going to tell you, I have so much respect for vegans and vegetarians, but many that I coach, they just become carbohydratarians, which is, which is obviously- Wait, what, what is, So explain that a little bit. So- when someone becomes ve uh, vegan or vegetarian, we have such respect for animals, they stop eating protein. Well, you have to fulfill that void. For many vegans and vegetarians, not all, of course, but many, they replace it with carbs and sugar. So it's the respect for animals or whatever philosophy they have. But now you start putting more sugar, which creates more inflammation. We measure the inflammation. And so many of these vegans, and vegetarians have more inflammation than meat eaters. But then there's someone like my wife who is a healthy vegetarian. She puts foods in her body that strengthen her body. Lots of greens, lots of healthy keto fats. She gets her proteins, obviously from plant-based sources like chia seeds and hemp seeds and things like that. And then she also has a lot of these fiber-rich, slow-burning carbs, like wild rice, which is not a grain. It's a grass. Quinoa is not a grain. It's a seed. We got to be very careful of the grains, guys. That's one of the worst things for the body. It's going to spike your insulin just as much as sugar will. So she's what I call a healthy vegan, healthy vegetarian. So when she drank that nasty bug juice, it was like this onslaught of sugar into the body. It's like if a, if, if a, vegan, if a vegan or vegetarian was to have a steak after like 10 years. Right? The body is sensitized to the way that they've been eating, so they're going to rebel, resist that. But my wife had such a healthy body and healthy state, 
her body just like went into like shock from this. And really just she was feeling awful for like a day from that because of like the the high amount of that sugar. So my point is what happens is the healthier you, be, you become, the more your body's going to want to get rid of something that doesn't belong in it, something that's more toxic. And again, as I eat more and more sugar, my taste buds become desensitized. It's like a drug. It's like the more you use a drug, whether that's cocaine or painkillers, whatever, your, your body needs more of that drug to get the same high just to keep you neutral. It's the same thing with sugar. But as you start to add foods in that do the opposite, your taste buds will get used to that. It's like when someone does my, my 10-day sugar detox or acid-kicking detox, at the end, end of 10 days, they're like, wow, this is the best salad I've ever had. Well, the salad was the same salad they had on day one. But what was happening 10 days later? Their body was completely different as far as the chemistry, Lauren, and now it was in a more alkaline state. When it's in a more alkaline state, you're going to start to crave more of these foods that are going to be good for your body. So that's the approach that we would take. It's just add more of these foods, add, 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 don't take away. And as you add more, the good is going to over time outweigh the bad. It might take a little bit longer, but it's about sustainability. It's about balance at the end of the day. I have a controversial question that I would love to know your real answer on. I've never asked this on the show, and it's something that I have read a lot about. I was just reading Suzanne Summers' book. She had, I believe it was breast cancer. And she, I don't know, I don't want to say she cured it, but she put it into remission by taking her body from a very acidic state to alkaline. I could be saying this wrong, but basically what I read is that cancers grow in acid and they don't grow in alkaline. Is that, is there any truth to that? And if so, if someone does have some kind of disease, how can they take their body to more alkaline? Yeah, I mean, this is such a a big topic, important topic, and it's something that, as I took a a big breath, that really hits home. My dad passed away a few years ago of esophageal cancer. I'm sorry to hear Um, that. No, thank you. And and this has become really now my second why, or my third why, I should say. My first why for wanting to live this lifestyle was my own sugar addiction. You guys have a beautiful daughter now, and I have two children. When they were born, that took my why to the next level. I always say, if your why is big enough, your how will find a way. You know, we can tell people what to do, strategy, but that's only 20% of the success. 80% 80% is your psychology, the, the reason behind why you do what you do. And when my dad was um, diagnosed with cancer, I mean, the story is the opening story in my first book, Get Off Your Acid. You, I'm not going to tell it now, but you won't even believe that this story was real. It, it's insane how we learned that he had cancer in the first place. And it was right around the time that my daughter was born. And I'll, I'll just never forget the last page of the book was me holding my father's hand and he was in a coma. We were all in the hospital around him. My whole family was there. And I know he heard everything that that I said to him. And my last words to my father was, dad, I'm going to do everything in my power to make as many people not suffer the, the way that you did. And then he passed away. So that's, I just got the chills as I said that that's become my new mission. So cancer, there's different stages of acid, all right? It starts out as inflammation from stress. Stress creates acid more than anything you can eat or drink. It comes from the foods that we eat, as you point to Michael. Not as much, no, in, no she's pointing to me, not as much, I've got it under, I don't want to say it fully, I've got it way more under control than I had it four or five years ago. And, and you're right, when I was stressed like that, I could taste the acid in the back of my throat. And she would always say like, if I would come around or be like, he there, would, was like there was a, a, a pheromone or a smell that he would let off when he was stressed. Is yeah. that acid? That's acid. I think no, that's I, a lot of people know what I'm talking about. I don't have it, like, thankfully. And there's been a lot of work and talking to guys I would be able like to yourself. smell when he was stressed. Yeah, yeah, but this is, 2015 was probably the height of that. And I think, happy to say, like, since 
even in 2020, I mean, I was pretty Zen in 2020, 2021. And it's only because I had to do so much work talking to guys like yourself and different people to be like, okay, I got to get this shit under control. It was going to kill me for sure. Cause I was overall healthy and feeling good, but I could tell like, why is somebody this age with everything happening, this stressed? Yeah. But anyway, that's, a, that's a boring story. No, it, it, but it's an important story because look at, look at the past year we've had. Mm-hmm. I mean, this pandemic, which we're still in the uncertainty of it, Think about how stressed people have become. Sure. And go back a year ago, you know, I was in New York City, which was crazy early on. When the pandemic happened, what did most of us do? We went into stress eating. We had that, you know, how the quarantine was slapped upon yep. us. We all went into stress eating and they even giving it a name, you know, the quarantine 15, the COVID-19 in terms of the weight that people gained. I read an article just a couple of days ago showing that 40% of Americans, that's two out of five people, when they look at themselves in the mirror now, they can't even recognize the person they're looking at because of the stress. So the question is, are you managing stress or are you letting your stress manage you? And for most of us, the stress is managing us. And it's not about lowering the stress. Yes, we wanna do our best to make that happen, but there's stress that we gotta deal with, right? So it's about putting things into the body that helps you adapt to the stress. That's balance. That's what being healthy is. And with my father, if you look at the stages of acidosis, it starts out as inflammation, inflammation from stress, from the foods that we eat, from not moving our bodies, from just living this kind of acidic lifestyle. And if we don't change our approach, it's gonna, it's gonna keep building up in the system, right? In the body. So that inflammation turns into a leaky gut and then that leaky gut turns into ulcer. So what was happening with my father, think about what acid does from a common sense standpoint. Acid is so corrosive, it could burn a hole through metal. So think about what that does inside your body. And that smell, by the way, I'll never forget that smell. My dad had that smell as well, which was the acid. That's why my biggest passion in life right now is helping people with acid reflux, which over 50% of people have. Yeah, if, um, I, if I didn't get it under control when I did, the pandemic would have set it for sure over. And, yep. I, and I think, I don't, and there's, there's a whole bunch of steps, but I 100% know what you're talking about. And I think many people listening do as well, but they just, they, I don't think we've ever touched on this show on acid and how to prevent it and how to alkalize your system. We've talked about a lot of different things. We're going to touch on that. But first, I want to know what your opinion is of someone who has cancer or going through cancer. How important is it to take your body to an alkaline state? Quick break because I need to discuss birth control. I've recently had so many DMs from women all over the world asking for more resources and information and discussion around birth control. So I learned recently that there are more than 21 million women who are not using hormonal birth control, and I'm one of them. But now the FDA recently approved a birth control option that's completely hormone-free. You guys may have seen me talk about this on Instagram already. So it's called Fexi. And it's this combination of lactic acid, 1.8%, citric acid, 1%, potassium bitrate, 0.4%. It's this vaginal birth control gel that comes in a small applicator, like a tampon, and it works immediately and can be used up to an hour before sex. So basically, you apply the gel before you have sex and only use it when you need it. But you have to apply it again before each act of vaginal sex. So when you try it, remember, one dose, one hour, one act. And I have to tell you guys how it works because it's insane, really. Like, I kind of geeked out when I learned this. And you know me, I had to overshare. We're going to go there. Normally, without Fexi, when a guy comes and semen enters the vagina, it causes the pH of your vagina to increase which allows sperm to keep swimming and make their way up there to fertilize your egg. 
Are you listening, Michael and Taylor? So Fexi works by maintaining the vaginal pH to a level that reduces the mobility of the sperm, reducing the chance of the sperm reaching the egg. How awesome is that? While Fexi could be a great option for many women like me who are seeking hormone-free birth control, it isn't right for everyone. So be sure to tell your healthcare provider if you have a recent history of three or more urinary tract infections per year. And obviously, as with any new birth control, be sure to check for any ingredients in Fexi you or your partner may be allergic to. The most common side effects reported by clinical trial participants are vaginal burning, itching, and yeast infection. Some male partners also reported local discomfort. And remember, Fexi only works when used before sex and it doesn't protect against STIs, including HIV. To learn more about Fexi, ask your healthcare provider and visit Fexi.com for complete product information. That is P-H-E-X-X-I.com. And Michael, don't pop a boner. critical. It's critical. I remember when they did my dad's PET scan, they gave him radioactive glucose, which is radioactive sugar. So you drink it. Why is that? Because the cancer cell is going to soak up that glucose and sugar 18 times more than a healthy cell. And I'll never forget the picture, this big pink glowing ball right here where his tumor was. So what do we need to do? We need to get the body out of that acid state. And it becomes a vicious cycle because cancer cells themselves create lactic acid. Every tumor in the body, you're going to see a pool of lactic acid right next to it. And that's how metastasis happens. But here's what we have to understand. Cancer is not something that's localized that really spreads throughout the body. The whole body has cancer. The whole body's toxic. It's like if you see a field of potatoes and there's a bunch of brown spots on the potatoes, you can cut off the brown spot, but what's going to happen? It's going to show up someplace else because you didn't address the root system where that potato was getting toxic from. It's the same thing with cancer. There's a study in the book showing it was University of Texas, by the way, you're, you're now home state. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but it showed that 95% of all cancers comes from toxicity. It's not genetic, guys. It's epigenetics. Epigenetics is above the gene, which means how you eat, how you think, how you move, or lack thereof is going to decide which way we go. When you eat food, you're feeling cancer or you're feeling health. It's as simple as that. You're alkalizing or you're acidifying. It's as simple as that. So what are the foods that acidify our body? Sugar, artificial grains, dairy, having too much protein. Now, protein is important, right? But once we have too much protein and the average American does consume five times the amount of protein that we should be eating, it actually turns to sugar in your body, in the liver via something called gluconeogenesis. What does that sugar do? feeds the cancer. So on the flip side, when you put foods in that alkalize, you're putting foods in that oxygenate your body. Like what? Tell us some foods. Salads, leafy greens are the key. Spinach, kale, watercress. Watercress is so powerful. In fact, the uh, watercress just dethroned kale as a top superfood. I am so done with kale. Kale's PR is too good. Yeah. I'm going for watercress. I am watercress. too, by the way. Watercress is in my cart. I and got something better for you. What? Sprouts. Oh, I love sprouts. The number one anti-cancer food in the world are broccoli sprouts. Why are broccoli sprouts so great? Number one, they're 30 times more nutritious than the broccoli itself. It's concentrated. It's a living food. It's still alive. We went to the farmer's market the other day in Newport Beach, and there's our favorite, our favorite stand there, and they have these amazing sprouts. My son and my daughter literally rip the sprouts right out of the bag, and they start eating them right there. It's incredible. But oh my God, I'm training Zaza to do that. <laughs> and start, she's going to be saying Papa while she's eating sprouts. Yeah, and think about that, right, Lauren? We're, they're young. That's when we start them. You know, the hardest 
client that I coach is the five-year-old, the seven-year-old, the nine-year-old, when they've been addicted to sugar. Children are more addicted to sugar than we are. So when you start them at age one or age three, it's a little bit easier. And you know, you start with those foods, but sprouts are incredible. You can put them in your wraps, put them in your smoothies, anything you can. And why I love them is that they're loaded with minerals and antioxidants and all these other things that alkalize the body. So those are the types of foods that we want to put into the body. We do something called live blood cell testing in my office, where I take a drop of blood from the fingertip, we put it under a microscope, and then on a screen, an HD screen, we look at your alive blood in real time. Can we do that? Yeah, next time we'll do it, 100%. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a game changer. What can I do for my baby? What can I feed her? Like, I, I'm giving her um, a lot of fruit. She loves fruit. She eats anything I give her, which I I, I, I guess that's rare. Yeah. Because I guess kids don't. She eats she anything I give her. She takes after her mommy and daddy, right? Yeah, she'll eat anything. But I'm just wondering or, what or are... mommy. Uh, yeah, well, mommy. mommy. She's not eating McDonald's number two. Exactly. So what it's are some, some things that I can reach for every single day that will really help her? Yeah. And listen, fruits, fruits are a beautiful thing. It's a gift from God. But we have to remember that fruits do have sugar, right? So what's my favorite fruit would be an avocado. You know, avocado is what I call God's butter. It's the perfect food. It's healthy fats. It's loaded with minerals. You have fiber. So that's something that we love to give to our kids when they're younger. And it's so important because the more of those foods you give them, we talked about the taste buds, They their DNA is literally made at these ages. You start to actually get this affinity for these tastes. So people are like, how do your kids eat sprouts? Well, he's seven. Well, we started him when he was one. So things like that, sweet potatoes, I love. My wife was just such a champ when the kids were growing up. She made all the food at home. And I think that's the other thing is that we have to do our best to try to make the food at home because when we get the food out, um, there's obviously better versions of these things depending on what you buy, but you never know what's in the food. So we got to get control back into our health when we cook, when we do the things uh, in the kitchen. It's a family event, which is the best part, but it's going to be a lot healthier. So it's one of my, you were asking me about Texas earlier. I mean, where we are, it's one of my favorite things about moving there is that we got out of a city where there were so many like quick options, right? Like we're not using Postmates as much. We're not having yeah. Uber Eats. We're not having food delivery. Like we actually are going, getting groceries cooking at home because it's not as easy to just get delivery. And when we're living in the city, especially here in the office, like it was constant. What restaurant? What right. are we doing? Where, where are we getting this from? And so I was like, I, I felt like for literally two years, three years, we were just eating like delivery all the time. Now we we're forced to cook again, which right. is a great thing. And, and it was convenient. But on the flip side, it's like you, you lost control of what was in yeah. those foods. And I didn't, yeah, exactly. Same thing in New York City. Yep. yep. Besides avocado, what are like five things that I can reach for every single day for the baby? Avocados. I love sweet potatoes. How old is she right now? She's one. one. We love doing smoothies. Smoothies is a great way to hide a lot of these things. What, in. What's kind of smoothie? Like name the smoothie because she's I gave her a smoothie the other day and she was like iffy about it. Yeah. So again, like they're going to be picky. You just got to find what her taste profile is. Yeah. But I would love something like four ounces of full fat coconut milk, which has, that's different than the one you buy in the car and you get it in the can. You get in the can. I, yeah. have, those, I have those at the house. Oh, it's a, it's amazing. And, and kids, I'm telling you at that age, you're going to get those fat cheeks. It's so good for okay. their health and development and for their that brains. Works. We want to get omega-3 fats. So I would add in, so four ounces of full fat coconut milk four ounces of water, because if it was just the full fat coconut milk, it's gonna be a little bit too heavy. Okay. So I put a little bit of water in there okay. and then you just add in stuff. I would add in some cacao powder okay. to give them that chocolate. Oh, cacao is unrefined. Now. It's loaded with magnesium. Magnesium, as I, I keep saying, is the most important nutrient for the body. It's responsible for over a thousand different enzyme reactions. So you get cacao powder. I would throw in a big handful of spinach, why spinach? I'm with you. Kale's out for me as well. We, I just don't use it as much anymore. Spinach is great for kids because it's a more neutral green. It doesn't have that real green taste, but 
it's super nutrient dense. It's just loaded with all the things that we want to get, all those minerals. So I'd throw a big uh, uh, spoon or a big handful of spinach, some sprouts, some sea salt, some chia seeds, some hemp seeds, because you want to get the protein. What I love about chia seeds, especially for uh, little ones, they're 50% omega-3 fats which is so important for brain development, 20% protein, they're high in fiber, high in, in um, magnesium. So you just throw in a couple of those fats, whether it's hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds, coconut oil, you could pick two of those. And then you could just add a little bit of fruit if you want. You she's a blueberry some, monster. I was about to say blueberries, which I call brain berries. Yeah, she's right? a blueberry monster. This so you know you what too is good from what you just told me? I would actually take cacao, chia seed, and coconut milk and make a pudding you put it in the refrigerator and you make a pudding and it, it turns the coconut and the chia mixed together makes a pudding. I don't know why I haven't made that for... It's so, it's the best. That's, by the way, Kelly Ripa's favorite recipe from the book is our chocolate chia pudding. And we had I, that. Our kids had that this morning. Chocolate chia pudding. Best. Well, how do you say it? Cho chocolate chia pudding. So what you would do is get... Um, I use... Um, you can use coconut milk. You can okay. also use coconut water. Okay. And then you throw in a bunch of chia seeds, like six tablespoons. You could throw in a little vanilla if you want. If you want to sweeten up a little bit, you can add some liquid organic stevia. And then from there, you could put whatever you want in it. Before you add the chia seeds, let's say you want to make pumpkin chia. You put some a quarter cup of pumpkin puree. Try to be organic when possible. If you want to make it blueberries, you put the blueberries in. You can make it any flavor you want. We would use a quarter cup of, of raw cacao powder. You'd blend that before you add the chia because you don't want to emulsify the chia. You want the chia seeds to be whole, right? So once you put in the core, and again, we have so many different versions of that in the book, then you add in the chia afterwards and just let it sit for a little bit. It's plump up. That's what I like about chia. They basically balloon up to 27 times their size. And then you get the most delicious pudding. That would be your swap for yogurt um, yeah, or something like idea. that. So you get the dairy Instead out. Instead of yogurt, just give her yeah, the we chia. Need to get some more, you're a big fan of cacao powder. So, I mean, I, we, have <laughs> yeah. we have organic cacao native foods that's the best. In our um, straight cacao. Yeah. Yes. And we also have hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds. So for everyone who's listening, the smoothie was cacao powder, spinach, coconut. It's good for adults too. Oh, yeah. For everyone who's listening, the smoothie is cacao powder, spinach, coconut milk, water, sprouts, sea salt, hemp seeds, chia seeds, blueberries, blended up ice. You can add ice if you want. You can do it room temperature. Okay, that's just up to the you. last question because I'm actually wondering this. So we do have coconut milk like you're talking about. But it's native something in the native cans. Forest. Yeah. What is is it okay to be drinking and eating so much out of cans? Uh, I mean, that company is is the best. That's the one that we use as well. We can't make ourselves crazy, otherwise, there's right. nothing that we're gonna be able to eat. So my whole approach is diet variation. Switch it up. You can use the carton, which is a little bit different. So the answer is yes, but when in doubt, always try to fresh is always best. What do you do with the chunk of that coconut that's in that can? Do you blend that in? Or yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. You want you want all you that because it's got okay. it's got those yeah, yeah, rich yeah. MCTs in okay. there. And what we also do is we'll take the coconut milk, we'll froth it so you can just um, warm it up, and then we'll add a scoop of the mocha for them. So now we make a a healthy hot cocoa. Oh. So we have the acid kicking coffee alkalizer. We add the mocha flavor. So now you have like this hot coconut milk that's been warmed up. We add in a scoop of that, and that's a gr another great thing for kids as well. So it's all about just finding little swaps to modify. 100%. I am so inspired by this. I have so many ideas for Zaza. I'll tag you when I do something. <laughs> That's um, awesome. I want to talk about coffee and alcohol. Yeah. Everyone wakes up. Most people, they want a cup of coffee. Yeah. Everyone wakes or goes to bed. Some people want a glass of wine. How? Or stronger. How can, yeah, or stronger. <laughs> how can we enjoy our coffee and wine with feeling like we're 
being alkalized. Yeah. Is that the word, alkalized? Yeah, alkaline. Yeah, alkaline. Say alkalized. It, it's the best question because people get surprised when they hear, "Oh, you, you'll have a glass of wine." Of course, I, I'm a human being. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's it's you want to adapt this to your lifestyle. But here's the thing: coffee is one of the most acidic substances you can put into your body. Now, there's a lot of upside to coffee, but that's the one downside. There are studies that show that it can actually drive up inflammation by 54% in the body. So first and foremost, try to do organic coffee when possible. Coffee is the most heavily sprayed crop in the world. 92% of non-organic coffees are going to have fungus and pesticides and herbicides. So try to do your best to buy organic coffee. If you're drinking coffee, what 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 brand are you drinking? I don't... We... My, my wife does all that, you know, so we do a couple different things. Um, we have a machine at home that actually blends the beans. So we buy organic coffee beans. It'll do that. But she also does the one in the pods as well. Okay. I've been drinking Kenzie Burke's biodynamic coffee. I have to show it to you. And yeah. there's no there's no pesticides on it. And I keep telling every morning he makes coffee. I'm like, I want the Kenzie Burke coffee. And this is why, though, it's so important to yeah. talk about how many how, how coffee sprayed with so much pesticides. It's big. Yeah. Anxiety has been a topic of discussion for the last year and a half. And one thing that I've noticed that's helped so much with anxiety for myself and for Michael is a weighted blanket. I want to tell you about Hush's weighted blankets. I'm obsessed with the classic weighted blanket. It is on my bed right now. The dog loves it. Michael loves it. The baby loves it. Basically, it's a super soft, minky, buttery threading. And the inner weighted blanket is also made of a super comfortable microfiber material, which means you can sleep directly under it. And the best part, I was looking for weighted blankets online for so long, but all of them were made with a toxic material. And this brand has a non-toxic glass sand. There is one in every single room in my house. I like the gray one. It adds weight and flexibility and wraps around you like a warm embrace. It's like a hug from grandma, okay? They have it in four different sizes and six different weights. We got the large one. I think it's perfect for everyone. This is also such a good gift for anyone that gets stressed easily. If you're looking for something for the kids, don't worry. They have you covered. They have this kids weighted blanket. It's Paw Patrol inspired. The kids classic blanket is a child friendly cover and it displays the design on both sides. Great for children, especially if there's any kind of stress or growing pains or trouble falling asleep. You guys have to check out Hush for all your needs when it comes to sleep. They also have this give back program, which is a hundred night policy, and they have all the sleep essentials needed for a good night's rest. So you can go on there and just really hook yourself up when it comes to sleep. If you're looking for my specific blanket, it is the Throw in Lunar Gray. It weighs eight pounds and it's perfect for lounging around on the couch or like we like it on our bed. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to hushblankets.com and you're going to use code skinny for 10% off all items. That's hushblankets.com. You have to check out my lunar gray throw, hushblankets.com. Use code skinny for 10% off all items. Enjoy. And also the average cup of coffee has the pH of five. And I won't get into the science of pH, but your body's always striving to keep its pH balanced, just like your temperature. It's so important. If the pH of your blood drops by down by more than a point, you die. So the body's always self-calibrating like the temperature. If I was to go outside on a freezing cold day in New York City wearing a t-shirt, my temperature is going to stay regulated at 98.6. 
but the body's going to drain its own resources to do that. But you got to get out of the cold. The same thing happens with coffee. Coffee is about 100 times more acidic than tap water. So when you drink coffee, your body has to neutralize the acid. Otherwise, the acid takes you out. So what we created, and by the way, I was inspired by Kelly Ripa to create this because when she first went on her show back in 2015, she had um, done my uh, seven-day alkaline cleanse in solidarity with her daughter, which I can talk about because she talked about that in the forward of the book. And after three days of being on it, it changed her life. She said that. She was having these unusual aches and pains. Kelly has more energy than anybody I know, but you know her energy wasn't quite the same. It's because of things that was creating acid in her body. So she basically went on, she's like, I did this cleanse. I feel amazing. It changed my life, but I'm still drinking my coffee and I didn't tell him. So that's when like up until then I was saying people don't drink your coffee. Coffee's bad, 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 bad. And I wasn't a coffee drinker either. But of course, if you drink coffee and I say, don't drink coffee, what are you going to say? F off, right? (laughs) So that's, so I'm like, that's when the bell went off. I'm like, you know what? We need to find a way to allow people to enjoy their coffee, which is a staple for America. It's such a huge thing and um, not have the downside. So it took us a few years to create this. And we came out with acid kicking coffee alkalizer and we launched this last year. And it's a game changer because it's a powder that you add to your coffee. And what it basically does is it neutralizes all those acids in coffee but you now enjoy the upside of the coffee. Now there's no downside. And it's incredible. We're getting testimonials from people, Ryan Seacrest being one of them. He, he had reflux. Now he uses this as well. People, you know, Michael talked about the reflux, right? That have reflux. Now they're able to drink coffee again. So it's about balance. It's about basically enjoying the things that you do in life, but you have to find a way to deal with the toxic effects of the things that you're doing. Because over time, having a cup of coffee every day, it's going to add up. What about wine? I'm drinking Dry Farms wine. Yeah, I love dry farms. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. Do you like that? Yeah, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, okay. it's it's phenomenal. But wine is still alcohol, right? And alcohol is still acidic. You know, wine has um, some sugar. Obviously, there's yeast. So it's not about saying don't drink wine. Every time that me and my wife have a glass of wine or two or whatever, we always have a scoop of our acid-kicking minerals right before that. So when we drink those minerals in, in the water, we have the minerals because what neutralizes the acid in the body? It's the minerals. And most people are heavily deficient in minerals. It's, it's the biggest deficiency I'm seeing in the, in, the, in the human diet. So if I were to recommend two, you have a lot of products. If I were to recommend two to the audience, what I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, is, is this, this one over here, the get off my acid for coffee that doesn't taste like anything. It's yep. the alkalizer. So you put that in your coffee. And then I would also recommend the greens. What are you, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, they're they're both, if you are a coffee drinker, definitely want to use the black coffee alkalizer for black coffee drinkers. If you don't drink coffee, the greens and the acid kicking minerals, those two are critical. The greens energize, they alkalize the body. So I recommend people do that first thing when they wake up in the morning, we do it with our kids. They love it. And then I do the minerals at nighttime before I go to sleep or after a workout, because when you work out, your body creates lactic acid. So having those minerals right after helps your body recover faster. But this is the big thing for sleep. Sleep is so important because that's when we regenerate and heal. Now, why do most people have trouble sleeping? Because the body is most acidic between one and three o'clock in the morning. So the body is using its own energy to try to get rid of these toxins from the liver and all these acids that built up during the day. So having a scoop of minerals and a little bit of water right before bed is going to allow the minerals to neutralize the acid so that your body doesn't have to do so much work 
doing all that regulating on its own. Why That's are people a, lacking so many minerals now? I think stress is a big one. Um, I think sugar is huge. And I think just as important, our food source has become so depleted in minerals. You know, 200 years ago, the soil had so many more minerals. So the food that was grown in that soil, and even if you're eating animal protein, the animals that eat that, that those types of uh, produce had a lot more minerals. But now you look at uh, what's in our soil. They did a, a study back in 2015 on spinach. We were talking about spinach before, saying that it takes 60 servings of spinach to give you the same mineral content, especially iron, that one serving gave you in 1948. Wow. Now that went up to 75. So even when we try to be healthy, it's become so hard because our soils become massively depleted from things like acid rain and just overproduction. And I mean, the, the list goes on and on about that. And that's why it's so important that we have to supplement. There's five supplements in the book that we all should be doing. And mi minerals and magnesium is number one on the list. I take my Chinese medicine. I take inulin in my coffee every day. I do my supplements all these things, but I think minerals is something to really talk about. I do take, I do, I take a little bit of minerals every single day. My girlfriend has a line that's like, it, it's very similar to what you're saying. It's like potassium, magnesium, all these things. But I think the green powder is something that I'm for sure missing. And I think adding this, this black coffee alkalizer, it seems so, so interesting. So anyone who wants to get started, if they had to buy one product, what are they buying? Uh, if they had to buy one product, I would say you can. it's, it's a toss-up, either the, the acid-kicking greens or the acid-kicking minerals. You can't go wrong. Both of those are going to be so powerful. What's the difference? The greens is basically chlorophyll. If you look at this, there's 21 different ingredients. Okay. So we basically dehydrated these superfoods. And so one scoop is giving you five servings of organic greens. So most people don't eat enough greens. I mean, it's been in the research. So this is a way to get the greens. You still got to eat your greens, everybody. But this is why I recommend you do this the second you wake up. The other reason why I love the greens is that as the first thing you do when you wake up, what do you put in the greens in? A big glass of water. We Most of us are dehydrated. 90% of us are dehydrated and that becomes a huge issue as well. So now you're getting the greens, you're getting the chlorophyll, which is going to strengthen your blood. It's going to strengthen your energy. It's going to strengthen your immune system. And now you're getting the hydration within 30 seconds after waking up like a minute. So now as your day goes on, you are in a better state, both mentally and physically, your choices are going to be better. And the quality of the choices you make during the day is going to determine the quality of your energy and the quality of your life as you go on. Who are some celebrities that you've worked with? I know you've worked with a lot of different ones that have really seen their life change. Uh, well, I've worked with obviously Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest and uh, a bunch of the housewives, Dorinda Medley and Luann De Lesseps and Ramona Singer. Um, we you know, got rid of her. Uh, yeah, we got we got rid of her Lyme disease after two months. Kelly Dodd, one of my favorite acid kickers out here in Orange County. And I mean, so many, so many more. It's been exciting. What are some things that they say after alkalizing their system? And I hope I'm using this word right. Yeah, it's perfect. I, okay. yeah, it's perfect. What do they say? Like some things that they see, they see reduced inflammation, more energy. What are some things they see? The first thing is energy. If you have to look at your health, if I was to describe health in one word, it's it's energy levels. So that's what I would say is the first thing. Everybody wants more energy, especially when we got little ones, right? Yeah. So that's the big one. But how did that energy come because of what these products do and the lifestyle, right? This It's not just about taking products. It's about the proper diet, the proper supplements that you need because you're deficient in those supplements and the right lifestyle factors, the, doing the right things to manage stress better, which lowers inflammation. As inflammation lowers, guess what happens? Your body works better. It's more efficient. You are living now in a high performance mode. That's what it's about. So that I think is the biggest thing is the energy levels. And again, once you start to get more energy, 
it, be, it becomes motivating. You know, no one said after a green juice, oh, I feel like crap. I'm not going to do that anymore. You always feel good. So it motivates you to want to keep on going. It's not about doing it all at once. It's about that next step. So we're all different. We're all biochemically different. You got to meet yourself where you're at. If you told me when I was addicted to sugar, I need to live my life like I live it today, I would have done it for two weeks. The honeymoon phase would have ended and I'd be right back where I was. But I stacked, I added, and then I stacked and I added more. And over time, my body became a different body. And here I am now, 45. I tested my, every year I test my biological age. We'll do this with you guys as well. I have cool technology that does this. And this year, my biological age was 32. So the point is your age is just a chronological- I better be fucking 12. <laughs> We're going to fix it so you are. No, you, you are going to be 12. But my point is that we have an age or chronological number, but it's just a number. We've all seen people, same age, that person looks like super energized. The same person right next to them, you know, completely depleted. What's different? Lifestyle. So you can turn back the clock on aging. You can change your life, but it happens from all these things we're talking about. So my advice to people is just pick one thing. We talked about a bunch of different things. Pick one thing and start with that and master that one thing. If it's going to be a green juice, which I think is the best place to start, Lauren, it's the core of a strength eating diet. Start with one green juice a day. You're, start, you're starting with the greens tomorrow. I'm yeah. in pretty good physical condition now because no, I got no, a lot no, of stuff. No, 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 no. You're very fit. You're well, starting with the greens. Yeah, but I, I mean, this has been like an expose. Of, like in 2015, you would have seen me. I was like, I needed to make some changes for sure. And so I still have a long way to go. But I could say as somebody who was living a very stressful, unhealthy diet, not hydrated life, that like I could see what was about to happen there. Like it was, right. there's no way. And now like you're 100% right. I had the kid. I'm like, I have to have double the amount of energy I had <laughs> five, 10 years ago because I need to keep up with this kid. My favorite exactly. is that I trained her to say and scream Papa, <laughs> but like really drawn out. So like, Papa. Is that what my wife did? I know the way you guys work now. <laughs> it's, and so every single time she wakes up in the middle of the night, she screams his name. Aww. So now I don't have to wake up. <laughs> she says his She's name. She's smart this one over I here. I know. It was so strategic. I don't mean to brag. I want to know why black seed oil? What's so powerful about black seed oil? Yeah, black seed is um, something I discovered a few years ago. And you guys have heard of turmeric before, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Everyone knows turmeric. Black seed oil, which we actually get this source from Israel. It's, it's really grown in the Middle East, but we got this from Israel. It's three times more anti-inflammatory than turmeric. It's the most powerful natural anti-inflammatory for the body. And when you look at its antioxidant capabilities, the research shows it's about a thousand times more potent than things like vitamin E and elderberry and echinacea as an antioxidant. Um, so as you guys just did, you take one a day. It's a very powerful oil. There's over a thousand studies on the power behind black seed oil and its ability to lower inflammation. And by the way, it's so important for mental focus, mental clarity. Same thing with omega-3 fatty acids. Um, we have to get more fats in because the brain is 60% fat. We want our brain to run on fats, the preferred source of fuel. Now, the brain will, will burn off sugar first if you give it sugar. Why? Not because it needs sugar. It doesn't. Sugar is not an essential fuel. The brain wants to burn it off first because it wants to get rid of it because it's a dirty fuel. So the more healthy fats we give the body, it's going to nourish your body, but it's going to strengthen the brain. It's so important as we age. What are some hidden sugars? So like, let me give you an example. I see a lot of people on Instagram eating like their acai bowl. Yeah. And I always think, God, that's that seems like a lot of sugar. But I, I, I'm not obviously a doctor. What are some things that you look at maybe on Instagram in the wellness community where you're like, holy fuck, that has a lot of sugar? <laughs> yeah. And listen, I mean, 
acai, it's it's a superfood, but you have to look at like what's in it because it's all the stuff, it's all the crap they add to it. That's that's really where we lose the game here. But it's really true. It's like when, when, when I was uh, on live with Kelly and Ryan, I was talking about how so many Americans have had things like breakfast for dinner before, right? You've had that before, but most Americans unknowingly are having dessert for breakfast. So they're having things like bagels, all right? It's a staple of American, loaded with sugar. Orange juice. Orange juice is the worst thing you can put into the body. Even if it's just fresh squeezed orange juice that you made at home. I don't care if this was an orange grown, you know, in the Himalayan mountains meditating. Why is that? The orange itself is healthy because it has all the fiber in it. But once you take that orange and you squeeze it out, you're getting sugar water. In fact, orange juice has so much sugar in it, it's actually more glycating. It's got more fructose than Coca-Cola. So we were talking about Coca-Cola before. Oh my God, your dad's right. My dad told her. I got in a fight with him because he was saying that Diet Coke's more healthy than orange juice. And I said, no, it's not. And we got in a fight. Your dad was right. Well, I don't know if he's right about that, but yeah. he was... He was... We got to deal with the aspartame of the Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would take the orange juice over the Diet okay, Coke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was I was right. using that as an analogy, okay. but I would definitely drink orange juice over Coke. Okay. My no, point is that they're both... I was listening that. to these two That's argue funny, and I was wanted, and I was looking at both of you and I said, they're both terrible <laughs> for you to drink. You should have called me. I would have judged yeah. right in there. No, but, I, yeah, but here's the thing. It's like, think about in that, how many oranges could you literally eat, right? maybe like one or two, like big oranges, but you're squeezing five to 10 oranges into one glass of water. It's sugar water. And that sugar becomes a tsunami to your liver. It goes right to your liver. It causes massive inflammation. There's going to be insulin issues. I mean, this is one of the worst things. So the last thing we want to give our children for immune system, because when a lot of kids get sick, what do the parents do? They give orange juice. And it's not their fault because they just learned this from the things that we all learn from MFTP, mother, father, teacher, preacher, right? But we have to stop this because to your point, it's hidden in so many different foods. If you look at a grocery store, 74% of the foods in that grocery store are loaded with sugars. It's scary. It's in grains. I mean, it's it's all over the place. So fresh is best. We can never go wrong with that. And if you are going to have something with sugar, something like a banana, right? So a lot of people will have bananas because of the potassium or other things like that, but bananas have a lot of sugar. So what would be a better option? The avocado. What about a green juice with spinach, lemon, ginger, turmeric and celery. Awesome. You love it. Awesome. So as long as the juice is not a sugar-based fruit, you're into it. Yeah. And if someone was transitioning to this lifestyle and they want to throw in an apple or a pear, I would say a green apple because it's lower sugar. Again, what's the better option? Because we want them to drink green juice, but if they never had a green juice before, I remember my first green juice, I always, I still laugh at it to this day. It tasted like swamp water, but my, my willpower was so strong at the time. And we don't want to go through this through willpower. That's my approach. It removes the willpower from this whole thing. But my willpower was so strong and I felt so good after I kept doing it. But if someone needs a little bit of green apple in the beginning to make it taste a little bit better, that's totally fine. But what I would also do is add in a tablespoon of your favorite chia seeds because the chia seeds are a healthy fat, which will slow down the metabolization of the sugars so that now your insulin's not gonna spike. It's all about insulin. There's, this has been proven in the research. The more insulin we dump into our blood over the course of our lifetime, well, what dumps insulin into the blood? Sugar. The less our longevity, the sooner we die. So well, that's why intermittent fasting have, is so good. I've been told I have insulin resistance, and I think a lot of women struggle with this. How, what are some easy tools that people can fix that with? The best thing for insulin resistance is intermittent fasting, hands down. Oh it's, my God, I get so much mixed stuff on this. Yeah, well, well, we just had someone no, look, on. You get mixed stuff because you go too long on your intermittent fasting. And we were talking about, and, and listen, people get mad about this, but men and women have, in my opinion, different 
periods of time that they can do intermittent fasting just because of the way we evolved. And I think her thing is like, she'll try to do the full 16 hours. I'm like, maybe that's too long for you, but yeah. maybe a 12 could be great. Nailed, nailed it on the head. I actually talk about this in the book because I think it's such an important topic. And to your point, we are all different, especially um, women who exercise pretty hard as well. It has to be a slightly different approach. So yeah, she'll um, like go crazy and work out. I'm like, you can't do 16 hours and not give your body anything besides coffee and water. Yeah. And I mean, she, to be high performance, it's about what you eat, but it's also about when you eat it. So we'd want to look at Lauren's basically meal plan and schedule and say, how are you eating right now? I said before, the average person eats 17 times a day. You can't take that person and go to intermittent fasting. Yeah. It's too big of a change. But what I would do with that person is all those unhealthy snacks they're having, the first thing we do is say, let's make a better choice. Let's just start the bad snacks. Let's swap it for a healthy snack. And then eventually once at their own time, uh, schedule their own pace, once their body was getting used to the healthier snacks, then we remove some of the snacks. We'd have one snack in the afternoon, one snack in the morning. The eventual goal is to remove all snacks. So now we're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The key about that is that that time between breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner where you're not eating something, the sugar levels drop, insulin drops, now your body needs fuel, it's gonna to go to burning fat. And then eventually what I do is I start to take that breakfast meal, let's say it's at nine o'clock, I'll move it to 10 o'clock, I'll do that for a few days, and then 11 o'clock, and then 12 o'clock. Congratulations, you're at intermittent fasting. So you gotta go a little bit slower, you gotta meet yourself where you're at, and then there's ways to cheat your fast, Lauren. So something in the morning I would recommend you have is doing something like a couple of tablespoons of chia seeds and a glass of water. It's not gonna break your fast, the chi is going to give you energy. It's going to suppress your hunger. It's going to satiate you. It's going to give you that energy to want to go a little bit longer. But again, it's just about meeting you where you're at. And I love what you said, Michael, maybe a 12 hour is the key. That's the minimum we got to go at least 12 hours. So you finish dinner at seven. You want to make sure that you don't do breakfast until 7 a.m. the next well, day. Well, I love your approach. Of, like, I think so many people get in trouble because one, they they base their, try to base new habits on willpower, which in my opinion, like you said, two weeks, you're done. Your willpower, yeah. your willpower will fail you. Yeah. Like you, you, Over time, maybe not right away, but it will. And they try to do something drastic, too, too drastic right away. Where it's like, we'll take an easy example. You typically get up at 9 a.m. Like now, you know, I'm a 5 a.m. person. It's like, no, you don't need to do that right away because right. maybe that'll last for a little bit, but over time you're gonna go back to nine. But if you did 8:30 and then over time you did seven or whatever, or intermittent fasting, maybe instead of going the full 16 or 12, you go, okay, I'm just gonna stop eating at 7 p.m. and I won't eat again till breakfast, no snacks. Like that's not extreme, but right. people go to extremes and then it stops working and like, like you, you just can't dive in that aggressively right. to begin with. Yeah, and I understand why they go to extremes. Trust me, I was they that. get motivated. I, they get yeah, motivated. I mean, you want that change right away. Yep. You get motivated. It's like New, Year, New Year's is the best example. January 1, it's like everyone <laughs> wants to do their New Year's resolutions. By January 15th, the research shows that 92% of people fail. Why? Because they weren't ready for it. They just did it because it was New Year's but they didn't have that reason. So you got to have the compelling reason. You got to have the right strategy that works for you, Lauren. It's not about 16-8. It's about what fits into your lifestyle. And then you want to look at the macros of, of the foods that you're eating. You got to make sure that you're getting more greens, more healthy fats, because those two are the ones that are most overlooked. I also think it's about the season you're in too. Like if I'm Say I want to bulk up as a like I'm say I want to bulk up and I'm going to start lifting heavy weights. Like that's not the time I'm going to do a 16-8 fast because my body's going to freak the fuck out because right. they're going to be like, what are you doing taking all of this weight and trying to add all this muscle and then not supplementing and feeding yourself properly? It's going to, and I think people don't they don't think about the season they're in and what they're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. We have some audience questions. We're going to ask three. First one is tips for losing the last five pounds that aren't drink more water. 
People people want to hear very granular, tiny little tips that are big results. Yeah. One of my favorite is what I call the belly fat burning shot. This is so powerful. And oh, it- fucking sign me up. What is that? <laughs> that was easy, right? Yeah. That was pretty simple. And it takes like 30 seconds. So I love this and it, and it really works. You're going to take a tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil, and then you take the juice of half of a lemon, mix the two together, drink it on an empty stomach. It doesn't sound as bad. Everyone's, everyone's probably like raising their eyebrows. It doesn't sound, it doesn't taste as bad as it sounds. If you told me to drink poo, I'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, if it lost five pounds, yeah. would you do it is the question. You're going to give me an enema tonight, Michael. <laughs> so, so again, one tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil, the juice of half of a lemon, mix it up, drink that. Why does that work? Because the lemon juice, well, people are like, it's highly alkalizing to the body. Yes, it's citric acid, but I don't care about what that food does out of the body. I care about what that does inside the body once you metabolize it. Loaded with minerals. And then the olive oil is healthy fats, which basically takes like your gallbladder and your liver, squeezes out all that bile and toxins. Well, what's attached to the toxin? The fat cell. We have to understand is that when your body's toxic, it's going to use fat as a buffer to protect that toxin from harming your more important organs. So that's the key to getting off your acid detoxification. That's the key to weight loss. So as you start to get the toxins out, which is what this shot does, that fat cell that's attached to it gets escorted out of the body. How frequently with would you do a shot like that? You can do it daily if you want. But again, everybody's different. You know, if you ha- if you don't have a gallbladder, don't do the shot because you you need basically the bile salts in the gallbladder to digest that. Is there downside of doing it like two to three times a week? Uh, or is no, that not at all. Not or- at all. Again, what I recommend is you try it once, see, do, do it on empty stomach, see how you feel. All right. And, and basically just have the experience. Wait a full day before you decide to do it again. If you felt great and you felt no downside effect to symptoms, then you could do it the next day. But yeah, I think two or three times a week is perfect for that. It, it's a really, really powerful shot. I did an experiment with a bunch of uh, patients once. And on average, people lost between one and two pounds a week. Didn't change anything. They just added this one shot in. Well, because so, it doesn't sound that extreme or it's that typical. belly what? Belly fat burning shot. But the reason I ask is because I think like a lot of people, are like, okay, that's not too bad. Half a lemon and two shots of olive. What was it? Half a lemon and two shots of or two tablespoons of olive oil. Uh, one tablespoon one of tablespoon olive oil, and half, half sh- the juice of half of a lemon, and okay. then you mix it up. And you do that at like what time in the day? I like to do it on an empty stomach. So I think like mid morning is the best time to do it. It really depends on your schedule and what you're doing. But I think like around 10 o'clock for me works the best. You can do it mid afternoon as well. Plus it's energizing too. If you're finding that your energy is a little bit down later on in the afternoon, that's something that you can do. That's not only going to help your metabolism, but it's going to help Would you the body. Say slowly go into it and see how you feel. Babe, you know why you're so cute? Huh. You literally have no fat on your body. Like no, you're asking that, no, like to Michael. Me even because if it gives you more energy, it makes yeah, you feel you better. Like no it, fat. And, it, and it doesn't you can't sound. can't speak, Michael. No, but I want to know. I still want to know. And you know, it's important because some people that are skinnier, that are acidic, it's actually more dangerous because you don't have that fat for the buffer. And what the body will start to do, I call this robbing Peter to pay Paul. The body will start to pull minerals from your bones and your muscles like calcium magnesium that's what to, you to when you neutralize get the acid. That's exactly what happens. But that's by the way, that's the number one cause of osteoporosis and osteopenia. I'm asking this little one because I think people hear that and everyone's like, I'm going to start slamming olive oil and lemon and yeah. I want them to understand the frequency and the cadence and the time. And also and s- different body types. If, you know, if, like, if you're somebody that you just mentioned or someone like myself and this could, I just want to understand the nuances. And, and I appreciate that. Slow and steady wins the race. You can always add more, but if you do too much, you're like, oh man, why did I do that? There was once, by coconut oil is another healthy one. You could do a tablespoon of coconut oil. Well, there was times I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do two tables, I'm two tablespoons. So yeah. I did it. Yeah, I was on the toilet for three hours. <laughs> Don't do that at home, everybody. So it maybe makes you start- shit your pants. No, I was home, but, 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 too, but too much, right? So I, I think it's great advice because 
it can't hurt one day to maybe instead of doing one tablespoon, the first time you do it, maybe do a teaspoon. You can always add more. But if it's too much, because we don't know what your body type is, everybody's different. It's okay for me, but I've been doing this for a while. But if you did it and your body was really toxic, really acidic, really inflamed, you might have more of that reaction to it. I doubt it, but if you do, so if you started out a little bit lower level and then you're like, oh, I did great. Next time, I'm going to go up to a tablespoon. I just don't want the listeners to hear belly blaster, five pounds. I'm slamming <laughs> olive oil and lemon without yeah. understanding the cadence. Yeah, screw I mean? food. I'm doing this 10 times a day. Yeah, Two exactly. more audience questions. This is a, a random question. And I don't even know if you know about this because I've never heard about this. Are Sermorian injections safe for women? S-E-R-M-O-R-E-L-I-N. I have no idea. That's what I don't know what that is either. They, they said it's very popular in Florida for fat loss. Oh my gosh. If you don't know what it is, yeah. I feel like maybe you should do your research. Yeah. We can cut this question because I don't know what that is either. Okay. The next question is opinion on celery juice versus greens first thing in the morning. I've always been a huge fan of celery juice. It obviously became very popular the last couple of years. It's it's one of the most powerful strength foods. But my whole motto with life is diet variation. In fact, diet variation is more important than the diet itself. So let's say you go to a trainer and the trainer does a workout and then the next day he does the same workout or she does the same workout. And every day it's the same workout. It's like, hey, dude, what's going on? We got to change this up. So I love celery juice, but we want to switch it up because when we do it every single day, you're not going to get as much benefit. So I always just will add more to that. So yes, celery juice is one of the most powerful things you can put into the body. You can absolutely do it every day. It's going to heavily alkalize and strengthen your body. But what I do is I'll take that glass of celery juice and then I'll add a scoop of our acid kicking greens to that. Mm. So now I got the celery juice and there is some celery in here as well. But now you also got 21 other greens. So it's just giving you a little bit more variety. But even if you just did one celery juice every day, powerful, I think it's a great thing to do. Bone broth? I love bone broth. Bone broth is loaded with minerals. Why is bone broth so powerful? It's loaded with minerals. Oh, that's good to know. But asterisk, you got to really know your source. So many um, bone broths out there because they're not all created equal. They're going to have heavy metals, especially things like chicken broth. So just oh. know your source at our farmer's market, by the way. This is why I really recommend people go to your local farmer's market if there is one. There's usually things like this there, like the sprout guy and like the bone broth person. And usually those are from a better source. I also like a bone broth from wild caught salmon. When my wife was pregnant, that's what we did for her. It was that loaded with omega-3. Is there yeah. a brand? There's not a specific brand. I was This was years ago. Okay. Um, but if you just you know Google wild caught, it's gotta be wild caught. Because if, and same thing when you're eating it, if it's not wild caught, that fish is like a frankenfish. It's been fed with corn and soy, which is loaded with omega-6 fats, which is very inflammatory to the body. There's usually GMOs and all these other things that they inject into it, which you got to be careful of. So wild-caught, grass-fed when you're doing animal proteins. Last and final question. You have a lot of energy. I can tell your eyes are bright, which I'm sure has to do with everything that you do with your diet. How do you wind down at night and lower your cortisol? Like, What's your nighttime wind down? Yeah, I mean, the I, every every year I do a saliva test so I can look at my cortisol rhythms to make sure that they're in check. So I think that's one test. It's an easy saliva test. Everybody should know those, especially as we age, because cortisol levels have so much influence on our hormones and hormonal balance and imbalance. So that's number one. And it's important to, uh, there's a saying I always say is what you inspect, you respect. She, and she it's points true. to me a lot with the stress, but I would make the argument that you're more stressed than me these days, Lauren. I, I'm, I'm sensitive to cortisol since yeah. I'm postpartum. Yeah. I feel pretty good. I sleep well. I'm good. I so so what I recommend people do is like the worst thing you can do is is be watching television before you go to sleep. It's my three hour rule is you always want to have at least three hours when you finish dinner before bedtime, because if you're digesting your food when you should be sleeping, you're not going to get good quality sleep. It becomes this vicious cycle, right? We want to get good sleep. 
to wake up with good energy. But most people are, are waking up, they're caffeinating, they're putting sugar in their body and they're so to wire to get them going. But by the end of the day, they're so jacked up. Now they need something to come down. So we always do things that calm the body. We read with our kids. We go for a walk outside in something about nature just does it for us. We take our minerals before we go to sleep. And I love something called BrainTap. A very good friend of mine, Dr. Patrick Porter has this company called BrainTap. You can use the app, but it's a headset which fires light into the brain. It stimulates your acupuncture meridians. There's over 800 programs and there's- Can he come on the podcast? Oh, 100%. He's, okay. he's one of my most favorite people. And we- we do this with our children. Okay. Um, you know, at nighttime, we play this in our room on my phone. We don't have to use the headset. And it's something that we do as we go to sleep. And it just helps us just get that better REM sleep. So those are the types of things that we do. And just so I'm clear, because you have given us so many minerals, what minerals should you be taking to wind down? Which one out of all these? The reason why I put magnesium glycinate in there is that it's the best form of magnesium for sleep. Okay. Um, it's great for stress and anxiety. Something like magnesium citrate, which is great, that would help more with like constipation. So I love glycinate. It's very, it's, it's, if you need to treat a deficiency, we're all deficient. That's the best one. And which is the- Can you take glycinate in the day? Yeah, you can definitely do it during the day. Yeah, it's not going to make you sleepy. The reason why it helps you go to sleep is because it's a powerful neutralizer of acid. So the minerals neutralize the acid so your body doesn't have to use its own energy to do that. Okay. So now that the minerals are going to work, I can get my beautiful sleep. So it's great for sleep, but we also do that during the day because it just keeps you focused. So which one is it out of all these? That's the that's the acid-kicking minerals, which is- And that's is, the one you would take at night. Yeah, and that's how it's, it's been formulated the right way because- you always want to have a one-to-one -one ratio of magnesium to calcium. So we use calcium citrate. The average person consumes way too much calcium. I said it before, when you get osteoporosis, osteopenia, it's not a calcium deficiency. It's an acid problem. Most doctors start pouring calcium into the body. It's the most dangerous thing you could do for the body. Whole nother conversation. So if your supplement has more calcium than magnesium, then you want to stay away. So this is a one-to-one -one ratio of calcium to magnesium, calcium citrate, very bioavailable. We use potassium bicarbonate, which is another powerful neutralizer of acid, and then sodium bicarbonate, which is baking soda, which is why another thing, Lauren, I like to do before I go Helps to sleep. Helps with acid reflux. My dad takes baking soda. Big time. He, so he needs that. And this is better because, and I love bicarbonate. It's better than nothing. But if you take one mineral by itself, it can deplete your other minerals. And another reason why at nighttime, when you're feeling really stressed and jacked up and you want to wind down, an Epsom salts bath. So two cups Epsom salts, which is magnesium sulfate, one cup of baking soda. They're both high alkaline mineral salts. So a 20 minute warm bath, if our kids let us do it. So after they go oh, to sleep, yeah. right? Add it to my Who's list. been doing Epsom salt baths? You did one Epsom nope, salt bath and he just said you need to add baking soda to it. Lauren, I'm, you know, he I, just said you need to add Lauren, baking soda. You know what? It's, I think it's, this it's episode is going to help you, Lauren. I think that I think that you got to get your stress under control. Your cortisol. I'm going to pour bleach in your bathtub. I think I'm coming down to Texas to let me do guys Come do my saliva test. Lauren, one day our lifestyles here will rub off on you. So my dad, I can let him try this and it will really help with acid reflux. That is one of the reasons why that is our most popular supplement. Okay. Over 50% of people use over-the-counter medications and medications for reflux. It's a serious issue. That is so powerful at what it does to help calm the effects of the inflammation and the acid reflux itself. Yeah, her, dad, you know her dad travels with like a My suitcase dad travels of baking, powder. baking powder, but you know is one really? thing that he found that cures his hiatal hernia acid reflux at night? A red delicious apple but it has to be red delicious. That's interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And there's an adjustment that you could do for a hiatal hernia. All the things I wish, you know, I knew now, this is again, my dad for years, he had this dry cough. And, you know, before I knew any of the stuff that I know, I wish I could go back in time and 
just have this information, but I don't. We can't beat ourselves up for this. But for anyone that has reflux out there, this is something that you can get past. You can beat this. You just got to figure out what your body needs. And minerals is key. And by the way, the number one cause of reflux, this is another big misconception, is not too much acid in the stomach. It's too little acid. Hmm. Low levels of hydrochloric acid, so it's really about the gut and the microbiome, is one of the causes. And when you don't have enough acid, you can't absorb minerals. That's another reason why we have such a big magnesium deficiency and zinc deficiency, which is okay. another big one. Wait, last question, because this you touched on something. Dry cough, there's an adjustment, because there's a couple people that I know that have this dry cough, they can do an adjustment? Yeah, if they have a hiatal hernia, which many times they do, which is when the stomach actually comes up into the actual esophagus area. So you go right underneath the bone where it ends, right where the sternum ends, and you basically just do five breaths. As you breathe in, you let the stomach balloon out. And then you just press in. Just like, imagine if you had a knot on your back. Can you do it on me? Yeah, 100%. Okay, because he's talking about me. Best to do it laying down. I'll teach you how to do it. And same thing, if you're eating and you feel like food gets stuck, you do this, it'll get rid of it. I don't feel like food gets stuck. I just feel like I have a dry cough. And at some point, we should definitely look deep into the microbiome. We want to come see you. There's other cool tests that I do. No, we want to come see you. We're going to come to Orange County. You're in Newport, right? Newport. Okay. So, can we do a giveaway for the audience? Absolutely. Okay, so... Can we put together some of both of our favorites, like a basket? Definitely. Okay, so all you have to do to win this incredible basket, we're going to include a bunch of products that we just mentioned. So you have to follow Get Off Your Acid on Instagram and then tell us your favorite part of this episode on my Instagram, at Lauren Bostick. You can enter code GETOFFYOURACID at checkout on getoffyouracid.com and you get 20% off all the products. If I were to pick a product that I would get first, it would definitely be the greens. I feel like it's so easy to implement into your diet. And if you're a coffee drinker, definitely check out the Acid Kicking Black Coffee. You're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can everyone find you? You can find me at on Instagram at Get Off Your Acid and Dr. Daryl Joffrey. That's D-R-D-A-R-Y-L-G-I-O-F-F-R-E. And of course, getoffyouracid.com. And your books are available where? At, everywhere. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, all the major retail outlets. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so thank much, you so guys. much. I know was we it? had a lot of questions in there. Oh, I loved it. It was an absolute pleasure to be with you guys. And I appreciate you having me. Thank, thank you, buddy. You. Do you want to win some Get Off Your Acid products? I am a huge fan of the minerals. I love the greens. I am kind of obsessed and I want you guys to try it too. All you have to do to win a big bundle of these products is leave your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram and follow at Get Off Your Acid on Instagram. And as always, to enter all of our giveaways, make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes. It takes five seconds and it helps us grow the community. We'll see you on Monday.